Hi guys, welcome back to another episode, and feel free to hear us out. So today we have Mel here, and Elle is also here. So today our episode is mainly going to be about middle school story times. We're going to talk about basically our middle school experience before we met each other, and then like when me and Elle became friends, and then we'll talk about a bit of toxic friends some random stories, and then what happened after we got separated in eighth grade. And with that said, we can move on with the episode. So yeah, quick warning, um, this is me editing, so it's Elle here that's editing, and I realized that while I was filming, I didn't do a good job explaining the context and the background of the school that we went to so here is me giving that information now so we had one campus there was three schools that shared one campus so each school had their own type of thing two of them belonged to a certain district and one of them was a charter so they kind of had their own different rhythm the way that these schools were divided essentially since we wouldn't really cross pathways during the actual school time was that there was one building with three floors and there was three different schools so each floor essentially was its own school so if you went to the third floor it was the more like global school more technology all of that if you went to the middle floor that was the one that was most known for like performing arts music all of that then if you went to the first floor they were most known for science and math all of that so hopefully that makes sense the sixth grade system that we had was just you know your regular average period so you attended all of your classes in one day and you would see all of them basically the next day in seventh grade the system changed so now we would have a block schedule and we had something called plt and advisory basically plt and advisory were the exact same thing this is mind you seventh grade Except PLT was something that we had at the end of the day. So our school switched to the system and they switched to a new, they got like this new program. And basically what you would do is just have like this online school. So you can, if you have a computer at home, then you could have worked on it at home. Or while you were in school, mostly when you were in school, you would be in that individual class and you would be working on their thing. So if you would attend science and in that summit thing, they had like the, the topics already. So you would be learning by yourself. So it's kind of like homeschooling while still attending your classes and being on campus. So hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, so we can move on with the episode. So basically, in my case, um, when I started at these schools, I started off in the middle school, which was in the very center. It was the second floor. And I was in the art school Mm -hmm. for about a month and a half because Mm -hmm. when I graduated from elementary, I didn't have a middle school to go to. And my parents didn't want me to go to the middle school near my house because that wasn't like the best school. So I ended up applying to the arts one. I initially wanted to go to the technology one, but since I was applying last minute, they didn't accept me. So I just went to the arts one since... The principal had gone to talk at my elementary, so I was basically, like, guaranteed entry. So for even more context, the reason why these schools are, like, so competitive is because the ones in our area, like, the ones that we're naturally assigned to, so our home schools, 
those are not the best schools that was actually like like located near us in a sense like we know that we could get better education at these schools so normally these schools want to apply early so you can get in or like have more like of an advantage of getting in rather than applying late so by mal applying late they're obviously not going to be able to get like a spot in the school since there are reserved spots and in fact a lot of those kids who did apply to these schools were put on waiting lists so you have to consider that as well the principal that spoke in mal school was actually guaranteeing them access to apply and was basically giving them the guarantee that if they apply they were going to get in no matter what and actually the two schools in the top so the one that was in the middle so the arts school and then the one at the very top which is the technology school those two are less competitive than the one that's in the very bottom which is the math science school which is the one we ended up going to so yeah keep that in mind as well and then basically at that school i made like two or three friends but i didn't really like the school because the one difference that i did not like about the school is that you had one teacher that would teach you like history english science and math like all core subjects were taught by like one teacher which meant that the teacher didn't really know what they were doing sometimes like they could be a science teacher teaching like english mm-hmm. and so you were either like lucky or unlucky with the teacher you got like i remember there was an arts teacher who was teaching english science and math and she had no idea how she was teaching so i ended mm-hmm. up trying to convince the technology principal to let me into that school but it didn't really work out long story short within like 2 months i was at the science school which is where i met l so my story is a little different because the way i remember it it was that i really wanted to go to the first floor school which i will not say the name but i'm just going to refer to it as science school so i really wanted to go to the science school not necessarily because i planned on like wanting to major in anything in science or any of that sort i was just so familiar with it already because my cousin went to that school previously and that school was pretty recently built like it was under like 10 years like old like it was really young and uh, i knew he really liked it and he was just like oh yeah like come to this school and he was trying to get his brother to go to that school as well but i ended up going there so i ended up applying and i was in there for like 2 months we were divided by grade groups do you remember that yeah i remember that and there was like a hierarchy <laughs> of grade groups yeah like, yeah but then our 7th grade year everyone was like oh 7e is the best Yeah, so that's kind of like a whole other thing. But basically, we kind of had a hierarchy of we called them grade groups, but it's just like to divide the separate classes. So we had one class and it's called class not a classroom. We had a group of people we would hang out with the entire day and we all had the same schedule. So the way we would do fighting that like for the other grades is we had grade groups. So there was 6A, 6B, 6C, 6D and 6E. Supposedly I was told for the 6th grade is 6A and 6B like they were not so good. 6C? Really? Yeah, and then I was told 6C and 6D were one of the best, but D was the best. Oh wait, yeah, it was 6D that was the best one. D no, was the I best. It was that one. And E was like the mediocre. E was just there. 
But once we had, there's the whole thing, but once we had the math thing come up, everybody was saying that E was the best because we transferred to be 7E. Yeah, they were not the nicest of people that I recall. So it was kind of a little shaky once we tried to hang out. And that's why when I brought that up, I was like, wait, this is actually kind of weird. Or seventh grade year. Mm -hmm. But that was because we got accepted into this like special like advanced math program where we did algebra one our seventh grade year mm-hmm. which if you didn't know algebra one if you guys go by like different maths it would be integrated math one basically mm-hmm. or it would be like usually it's usually an eighth grade or ninth grade math level class yeah basically what happened is like near like the end of sixth grade we basically all got this letter that like a few of us from different grade groups and it was like oh would you be interested in doing um, all seventh grade math over the summer and then doing algebra mm-hmm. one your seventh grade year? And basically, I originally wasn't going to do it because at the time of sixth grade, I wasn't really that close with all yet. We were just like, we knew each other's existence. Yeah. Like, we would talk if we had to. That's a thing. We were really like friends. Mm-hmm. And I was really close friends with this girl. Mm-hmm. We were like inseparable. And the thing is, she didn't want to do the algebra thing. She got the algebra card too, but she didn't really want to do it. Mm-hmm. But my parents really wanted me to do it because here's the thing. My parents were very strict and like they wanted me to be like super competitive. Yeah. Like that was like a whole thing. So I was basically forced to do it. I eventually convinced my friend to do it. So that's why we both did it together. And then, yeah, that's basically it. Mm-hmm. Over the summer, at least for me, it was really stressful because mm-hmm. we had to learn like a whole year of math and like what it was like two or three weeks, I think. Yeah, I think it was more, but it was literally our entire summer, like all of July, July and August. Yeah. And we would have like a few breaks in between because we would have the holidays, so like Independence Day, so July 4th. And we would have a few things in between like that. But other than that, it was like pretty rigorous. And the only thing that we would do throughout the day was Khan Academy literally for like seven hours straight or something like it was crazy and we had to do it like at home too because yeah basically they expected us to be like through like you know how with Khan Academy if you don't know what that is it's basically a website where it's free where you basically can like look up any subject and Mm -hmm. they usually have like review videos and then practice and then as you do the practice and videos it like gives you like a percentage of like how much you're done with Mm-hmm. And for us, they expected us to be 100% done, like, 100% done with, literally. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. We, like, random checks on it, too. Mm-hmm. And basically, that was essentially what I was told. It was so, to take Algebra 1, you have to take pre-algebra, obviously. So during that summer period, they were calling it to be, like, 7th grade math. But in reality, I think there was actually so we can, like, fulfill it to be as a pre-algebra. So we can pass that on as pre-algebra. And basically, on my side, what I was doing throughout that, so when I first got the letter, I was, like, super excited. And I thought my friends got that letter, too. So I was friends with two other people in my grade group. So basically, I got the letter, and I was super happy. I was, like, waiting for them to also get the letter. And we thought that, like, as people were deciding that they were not going to take the class, that they were going to give other people that chance because they still needed to fill out the spots. And the only way that the class was going to happen and the way that was going to happen is if there was enough kids to fulfill a grade group. Yeah, so there was, it could have been more kids, but so far that's what we had. And I thought my friends were getting that letter. Turns out they didn't get that letter. And so I was left at the point where it was like, 
do I take the class? Do I really want to stay with my friends? And all of that. So this is now transitioning to how we became friends. So seventh grade. So basically at the beginning of seventh grade, they implemented this new class called Mm -hmm. PLT. And basically what you would do in that class is you would just read. Because we had this thing called AR reading, which was basically like you test and you get like a reading level assigned. And then you, based on that reading level, you have to get like a certain amount of points each semester Mm -hmm. and the amount of points you have to get you get that from reading books and then taking tests on that book and depending on the difficulty of that book you get like a certain amount of points so like let's say it's like a really difficult and long book you'd get like 50 points but if it's like a really Mm -hmm. short easy book it'd be like two points yeah and basically that's what we would do in that class and from what I remember I remember that I was sitting there with me and then this other friend I had since sixth grade and then Mm -hmm. on that same day the first day I, I was sad because my best friend at the time was not there, of course, but I knew someone obviously from the year before. She wasn't in my grade group the year before, but I had known her from other mutual friends and from elementary. So we got along pretty well. I also noticed Elle and I was like, I know you from my grade group. So yeah, at least it's someone I know. And then we basically got, I think we got to choose seats the first day. Yeah. And I basically sat with the friend that I had since sixth grade and then Elle sat at the same table, like, diagonal from me. Yeah, hold up. So I'm going to stop you right grade. there. So, mind you, sixth grade, we had this system where we had, like, so we had literally a class for reading, and it was called SSR. You remember that? And yeah. literally that class was just dedicated to reading. So the way to fulfill all of that and to make sure that we're still getting enough time to read, they tried to put advisory and PLT. So PLT was just basically like another advisory class, but at the end of the day. So that's when we were like all pretty exhausted. They would still expect us to read. And once we were done reading for like, you either chose to read in the morning or in the afternoon, you could do your work. Or if you were, you could talk to your teacher. So your teacher in and PLT or advisory. And they would give you access so you can just get a computer and continue your work. The teachers were basically also kind of like our therapists in a way. Yeah. Like they would ha- they would be forced to check up on all of us. Mm-hmm. And at least in our case, we had two English teachers in our class. Mm-hmm. And like half the class was assigned to one and then half the class was assigned to another one. Um, Basically, what I remember is that it wasn't the first day when we started becoming friends. It was more like I think a week after where we started talking. It was a while. Because, yeah, because I remember we were like reading or something mm-hmm. and then Elle decided to ask she was like does anyone here listen to k-pop literally oh my god yes <laughs> and basically at the time i wasn't a huge k-pop fan at the time i just kind of like knew they existed like i had known about them since like sixth grade and then i was like i was so excited because like literally at that time like no one mm-hmm. knew about k-pop mm-hmm. like now it's like pretty big you know like a lot of people know what k-pop is basically everyone knows because of bts literally but at the time like literally no one knew Mm-hmm. And so what I realized was like, oh my god, there's someone that also knows K-pop. I was like, oh, I want to be her friend. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's how like our friendship first started. We just like talked about EXO, which is one of the K-pop groups we would talk about. Yeah. And also Seventeen. And yeah, that's basically the first thing that brought us together. And at the time, it was like a kind of a good time because mind you, okay, so advisory and PLT, these classes were like at random. So it was not part of our grade group anymore. 
So there was just people from different grade groups all together. We kind of just hang out with the people who we already knew, who we were already familiar with. From my side, I think it's a lot of people thought that we were pretty mean. Mm-hmm. I will admit that I was kind of a mean person at the time. You were. Not kind of. You were. I I, I kind of acted like I had... I, I feel like I kind of had a, a bit of a superiority complex. Mm-hmm. That's because I thought I was, like, the best. And I thought, like, I was, like, super smart. Like, I was going to be valedictorian. And I was, like, really competitive. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, I feel like that's also partly because of the fact that I was best friends with someone who was also really competitive. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it was the most healthy thing, especially because we would, like, compete a lot and fight over everything. We would fight over had, who had the best grades. We would fight over who would be valedictorian. Like, it, it was not good. I will admit that. I feel like another thing that kind of made it, like, bad in a sense is mm-hmm. the fact that like everyone knew her like everyone knew my best friend like she was really popular and like well known but then for mm-hmm. me no one really knew me because I'm really quiet she was like the loud social one I was like the quiet one that would like barely talk to anyone mm-hmm. so no one really knew me they would just be like oh that's her friend that's this person let's friend. let's give her that's a the name one that's always <laughs> with her you know we're calling her Lexi yeah okay her name's Lexi now mm-hmm so we were all just kind of, we knew who Lexi was, but we didn't know who Mel was because Mel never, like, you know, stood up and, like, never really talked. It was always, like, if we had a question, we would go up to Lexi. Lexi would be, like, shutting us out, and then we go up to Mel. And then, you know, Mel would do the exact same thing. So we were just kind of like, oh, okay. We just learned to, like, accept it. And we just kind of move on with our lives after. And then also... Basically, the two of us also became closer because during break, Lexi would go off with her other friends. So at our school, we had a break, like a 15-minute break, and then we would have like a 45 or 30-minute lunch. Mm -hmm. And during that break, Lexi would like go with her other friends. So I was always alone at breaks. I was not very talkative. I'm very awkward. So slowly with time, I started hanging out with Elle during break, basically. Mm -hmm. And we also became friends with this other girl who she was in our grade group, our sixth grade year, but then she skipped a grade because she was actually older than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And it was, it basically became like a mini group of like the three of us at break. Yeah. And as that was happening, you were basically like kind of separating yourself already from, that was like the first instances you were separating yourself from Lexi, right? Yeah. Especially because she was getting closer with like her other group from PLT, like her other friends. So I kind of was just like, I feel like I should start making my own friends. And then it was a whole thing that happened. Like, there was this big fiasco, big drama moment that happened. The spelling bee. It was like, it was just like the way to get there. It was, you had to audition, kind of. And at the end, it it didn't really end up working. But this is just so that person, we can single out that person to go to the regionals and whatever. So we were inside this classroom with our English teacher because it was our English teacher who happened to be our PLT and advisory teacher that was the one who was in charge of all of this and she was really happy about it. She was like very excited that so many kids wanted to join and there was this first round which we thought was the big deal. We thought it was the real deal and in that round I went went there to support Mal obviously. At this point we were already friends. And I was just there. I wasn't sure if I was going to audition or not. 
but it didn't matter. Like, if I won or lost, I was pretty indifferent. Like, I had nothing to do with it. I didn't mind anything. But that was just me, you know? Continue. It was just a small event, this thing. So for me, basically, this was, like, a huge deal. Like, my parents were like, you have to get this. Like, you need to win this. Mm -hmm. And I myself thought, I need to win this. Like, this is really big. Like, I really want to do this because I I was really good at spelling. But Mm -hmm. that was my thing. Like, memorization, I'm amazing at memorization. Tell me to memorize some spelling, I could do it. Mm -hmm. But basically, in this first round, it was my first turn going up. I was, like, so prepared and I forgot exactly what word it was, but I misheard it, and I didn't hear the plural. So I technically misspelled it because I didn't add an S at the end. And so I technically lost that round. And that's basically where everything went downhill from the story. Because after I got out, it was like the waterfalls. It was like splash zone, like... Niagara Falls moment. It literally was. was. Sobbing. So bad. Basically, it wasn't necessarily in that moment in time. We didn't know it was like there wasn't gonna be rounds. We just knew that we thought that one point where everybody was going up. We thought that was a big deal. We thought that that was the real one, you know. So, um, our English teacher. We need a name. Um, Ducky. So, Miss Ducky here, she was, you know, giving out the words, and they were relatively easy. They were the sixth grade words, but, you know, they were going to lead up. They were eventually going harder and harder till two people were left, which was Mal and it was Lexi. And basically, I started crying because I thought that it was over, and I wasn't really scared for myself. I was, like, scared of my parents, like, what they would say. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess... I've always been an emotional person. Like, when I'm stressed and overwhelmed, like, I can't help it. Like, I just start crying. I didn't mean to cry that much. Like, I honestly did not mean to, like, it wasn't that I wanted attention or anything. I was just, like, really, like, overwhelmed, you know? Like, in that moment, it was, like, my hopes had been shattered, right? Mm-hmm. And then, basically, after that, we find out that it was just a practice round and that the real round hadn't even happened. But the issue is... That since I had been crying, everyone thought that Miss Ducky had only decided to add another round because she felt bad for me crying, which was not the case. And basically, in this real round, it was like the actual real round. We got to the end again. It was just me and Lexi. Everyone else had left at that point, I think, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, as soon as the then. as soon as the people lost or like misspelled their word. They were leaving because it was already after school. It was time for them to leave. Our school ended pretty late. It ended like at 3.30. It was already like pretty late. They had practice and stuff to go to. So they were already like gone. I was one of the last people in the room. But there was a couple more people there. But once you lost, people left. And then basically it was just me and Lexi. Mm -hmm. And then Lexi lost. And that's where it got even worse. I didn't know how to feel. I was, like, happy, right? Mm-hmm. But Lexi was, like, furious. She didn't say anything, but she just, like, left. She was, like, mad. Like, you could tell she was, like, really mad. She left. She stormed then, out the room. Like, she got her backpack, yeah. swung it across her shoulder, opened the door very dramatically, and, like, stormed out of there. Like, stomping out the hallway. 
Like, I still remember that so clearly. That and basically, scary. she left, and then it was just me and Miss Stucky, basically. For me to register for the regional spelling bee, I had to, um, fill out, like, information about myself and, like, turn in a picture, basically. Mm-hmm. So we were all, me and Miss Stucky were filling that out. And as we're filling that out, Lexi comes back with her mom. And then Miss Stucky is like, okay, wait here. I'll okay. be back. Hold up. Because Lexi's. So, at this point, you know, Lexi stormed up the room and whatever, just going back. At some point, you were filling out the papers, and you were calling your mom. And you were just like, hey, yeah. like, I got in, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool, congratulations, I gotta go. Because it's, like, pretty late already, and I gotta go, my mom's already waiting for me. So, I left, so I didn't see this happen. Okay, so, this was basically just me by myself. Um, when I was there by myself... This is a part of the story that no one else knows except for basically Elle and, like, one other person, but we don't really talk about them. We'll talk about them a bit later, mm-hmm. but basically, Elle is the only one that knows this because mm-hmm. she was, like, my only friend after this. But long story short, Lexi comes back with her mom, and then Mistucky goes outside to talk to her mom. They were, like, yelling. Like, it was, like, loud enough that I could hear it from inside the classroom. And I just sat there, like, you know, the standing emoji? That was me. I was scared. I didn't know what was going on because they were speaking like another language that I don't speak. So I didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, and the classrooms are like, they're also like like low-key soundproof because our school's yeah. literally just the hallway. So some of the walls had like, um, like some, it wasn't necessarily soundproof. It, they just had like sound absorbing stuff, especially since there was like lockers and stuff. After that happened, um, Lexi left. Miss Lucky came back. I filled out my papers. I went home. The next day is, like, probably one of the worst days because since, how we said earlier, Lexi is pretty popular. Like, everyone talks to her, you know? Mm -hmm. So she said all her stuff about me. The teacher also said stuff about me, Miss Ducky. And Mm -hmm. basically, the next day, Miss Ducky had a talk with me, PLT. She basically, like, blamed me for everything in a way. She was like, oh, why did you cry? Like, now you made it look bad on me. Like, Miss Ducky was more worried about, like, her, her like, own, like, status as to mm-hmm. compare, like, our own emotions. Like, she was more worried about how the teachers and, like, the parents would look at her, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I think Miss Ducky had a talk with you, right? Yeah. After, like, it was pretty a rough day. I think we had, like, PE that day. Like, it was just rough. I was exhausted. And Miss Ducky called me over because, you know, they had to check up on stuff. And I was like, oh, like... She- She's just going to check up on me. No big deal. So I was just kind of already preparing everything. I was like, oh, like maybe she needs to look at my little journal. You know, the little journals we have. And she's just kind of telling me like, oh, you know what your friend did was wrong. Referring to Mel. And I was like, yeah, like even while we were there, like I was telling you how crying was not the thing that you're supposed to do, you know. But it wasn't Mel crying for Mel. It was Mel crying for parents, you know. And then I was just, like, explaining that to Miss Ducky, and, like, she was just, I guess, kind of, like, nodding it off, like, trying to brush that off. And then she was just telling me, like, like, I can't support you, like, for that. And I was just kind of, like, she was just trying to get to the point where, like, like, I kind of low-key should not be friends with you. And I was like, um, yeah, that's not happening. And I was, like, kind of one of her favorite kids. At this point on, like, I was no longer her favorite kid. She didn't really like me anymore. She kind of just, after this point on, she would see me like like lower than I am which I was like fine with you know it was whatever I wasn't gonna have her for eighth grade anyways so I didn't pay attention to all of that 
But, like, she was just trying to get to the point where it was, like, kind of trying to clear her name indirectly to me. Yeah, that's basically the point. Um, basically, what happened is that Lexi, like, told, like, basically everyone her side of the story. And so, basically, after that, a lot of people started to dislike me. Like, no one, mm-hmm. like, even before this, no one really talked to me. But mm-hmm. after that, like, even less people would talk to me. Like, I was pretty isolated. I would basically just talk to Elle and that's it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would want to, like, clear my name, but I basically just, like, There was kind of no purpose caring. in that, because so much people yeah. already believed Lexi. And also, another thing is, is that they kind of bullied me a lot after, like, Lexi would say really bad things about me. Like, yeah. about my weight, like, my hair, like, she would basically say that I needed to go to the gym and, like, lose weight and stuff, which was, like, a huge insecurity of mine. So finding mm-hmm. out that she was saying that type of stuff, like, really hurt. And I never mm-hmm. said those things about her. Even now, I don't say those things about her. Like, she's not a bad person. I still think she's, like, a good person. I just think that our, like, friendship was not healthy from the start. And mm-hmm. that's why it went wrong. But mm-hmm. I don't think we're, like, bad people. I just think it was not, like, a good friendship to begin with. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So basically, after this, um, it was, like, near the end of the year. And my parents had already been talking about moving for a while. Like, they had been telling me that we're going to move for, like, years. Mm-hmm. But we never really had the finances or stuff for it. Mm-hmm. And basically, our seventh grade year, my parents finally decided that this is it. We're going to move. Like, bye. Because the house we lived in was, like, not the best. The area we lived in was not the best. So they decided to move us away. And basically, I had to transfer schools because... Even though I only moved, like, an hour away, that's still, like, a long way to drive, like, every morning and, like, every afternoon, Mm -hmm. especially with traffic. You guys, we live in California, so literally the traffic here is no joke. In reality, it's so much more, especially since it's, like, a busy hour to get through during those times. Continue. Like, every time I have to visit Elle, I'm literally stuck in traffic for, like, maybe one or two (laughs) hours if I'm lucky. Like, in reality, we don't live that far from each other. We live, like, maybe, like, 10, 15 miles away from... Yeah, literally the moving thing was a whole thing. Because you were kind of in the process of moving while still being enrolled into our 7th grade school. Yeah. And during that point, it was basically only us talking. It was us being friends. And that was kind of known already in the school. So, in 7th grade at that point, you know, it was already the end of the year. You were officially moving to where you're at now. And I was going to stay in that school. At least that's what I was that's what I was thinking. That was the point. But around that area they were building the school that I'm currently at now. I'm gonna call it Wolf. Wolf because that's the our mascot. So they were building Wolf. And I was now going to I was thinking about moving to that school, but my parents were so comfortable with me being at the school where I was already at. Because, you know, it already had popularity and all of that. But the school in itself, on 7th grade, when we adopted to this new system, and we now had PLT and advisory, I feel like I was so exhausted. Were you exhausted? I was, like, so tired at the end of the yeah. day. We had homework. It was, like, online worrying, but worse. Yeah. It was horrible. I just wanted to move. And at that point, Mel was my only friend. So the fact that you were moving out just kind of pushed me even more to move. Because I feel like if we were both still there, we probably both would have still stayed and everything. Or we both would have moved to the school where I'm at now. Like, either way, it was, like, such a toxic environment. 
I had literally like no more friends. It was so strict, like we could not use our phones throughout the day or anything, like it was very bad. And it just kind of got to the point where I kind of just kept begging my parents to move me because I like did not want to be in that toxic environment anymore. And we were talking about this during PLT, like the final days. Like I was talking to the others and I was like, oh hey, like um, this new school, Wolf, right? Like what do you guys think about it? And they're like, oh, like I'm moving there. I'm going to that school too. Like that's crazy. And I was just kind of like, wait. I wouldn't be completely alone on that other school. So I begged my parents and I moved schools and you move schools. We don't go to the same school anymore. We're not even in the same like district or anything. At my new school, it was really weird because I went from like a one hallway small school to like this huge school where mm-hmm. there weren't even hallways. It's basically an outdoor school. It's your like, typical California school. Yeah. It's just, like, there's just, like, buildings with classrooms, and then everything else is just, like, open. Like, there's no hallways, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, it was good because um, there was, like, less hallway traffic and stuff. But on another note, it was pretty bad because, for example, there were, like, two sections. There Because w- the school I moved to, it was an elementary and a middle school. So there mm-hmm. were, like, three different sections. And for me, when I was in eighth grade, I had one class... I had most of my classes in the middle school section, but I had one class in the elementary section. Mm-hmm. And I had to run because the passing period was like three minutes and I would have to run so far to get there. And also our field was like huge. That was my new school experience. It was pretty sad at first. And it was also really stressful because the school I moved to was like way more rigorous. Probably because the area where I moved is like a lot more competitive, mm-hmm. but it was a lot more rigorous and it was a lot to get used to with the workload and it was also my first time in honors classes Mm -hmm. because another thing we forgot to mention is that our old science school they did not have honors classes like it was just like the same classes for everyone except the algebra class of course Mm -hmm. but this was my first time taking like actual like honors and like rigorous classes yeah so in our middle school so seventh grade one they didn't have official titles for them like honors or they didn't put anything in front of it it was just that class and we just kind of knew like depending on your grade group we just kind of singled out like who was the honor kids and who were not the honor kids like in reality like the titles of the classes they didn't change oh, another new thing at the school is basically there was a thing called the eighth grade trip which was to new york and basically it was really expensive but my parents decided to let me go because it was my first time going on like an actual trip and it was also the first year at that school so my parents were like okay you should go so you can like get closer with your friends and basically I ended up going once we were there we had like one day where our tour guide was basically like okay you have an hour and a half to basically do whatever you want in New York like literally go wherever like as long as you make it back in time which because we had like a certain time we had to be back so I was with two more friends the two of us decided to go to the store called Kinokunio which is basically like an anime and manga store and by the time we got there and left, it was already, like, an hour. So I was like, guys, I don't think we have time to go to um, Times Square because we only have, like, half an hour, and we still need to walk back to the meeting spot. And then my friend was like, no, no, I really want to go to to Times Square. I really want to go to the BT21 store. I want to get some merch. I want to get some stuff. And I was like, okay, fine, I guess. We'll try our best to get there. So we ended up going, and once we were there, we were like, oh, no, we don't have signal. How are we going to tell our teacher? Because mind you, 
we had our teacher who was there to supervise us and since we were in like a huge like area she gave us her like actual phone number so we could like text her or call her if we need anything and so she was like calling us but every time we tried to answer it wouldn't pick up because we had no signal basically we were just stuck there and we were able to like slowly send messages but it was honestly pretty funny because we were just stuck in the bt21 store and our teacher was so mad at us because she was like how did you end up at times square like we left you like 10 miles away from there like how did you even get there mm-hmm. and she ended up they end the group ended up coming to times square anyways because we were gonna have dinner at an applebee's in times square so they were on their way there anyways so our teacher was basically like just stay there we'll pick you up just like don't leave mm-hmm. so basically we were stuck there for like two hours but it all worked out we got to meet up with our group again and then we got to go to broadway to watch the lion king which is pretty fun enjoyed today's episode about our little story times they're all kind of just like middle school related they're little stories that we have but you know hope you guys enjoy all of that also we'd like to thank everyone who listens to our podcast um so basically for our statistics is we have all our listeners are from the u.s so far but i'm pretty happy because we have three states so far we have california texas and new jersey and 75 percent of people listening to us on Spotify, 5% of us listen on Anchor. So that's pretty great, considering we only started, like, a month ago. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of us. I'm pretty happy. Thank you for listening to us. I hope you're enjoying our podcast. We're going to be posting, like, once a week. But the the dates of the week, necessarily, we don't have that yet. So it's just going to be once a week. It might be from, like, Wednesday. It might be on a Monday. All of that depends, but we're going to be trying to post once a week if our schedule allows us to. And yeah.